In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, Word of God, reveal more of yourself to us through your presence in the Bible. Led by the Holy Spirit, guide our time of reflection. May it increase our desire for you in the Scripture and in the sacrament. Amen. We return to ordinary time this weekend, and you'll notice that, for the foreseeable future, our Gospel will be taken sequentially from Mark, but then our first reading will hop all over the Old Testament to align with the Gospel. We hop into a passage from Ezekiel for our first reading this weekend, and it requires a substantial amount of background. You will remember, as we've discussed in earlier episodes, that the king of Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar, marched into Jerusalem right around 600 BC and took some prisoners among the high class. He marched these prisoners back to Babylon and set up a new king in Jerusalem named Zedekiah, who was the uncle of the former king, Jehoiakim. Let me put it another way. At the time of our first reading, King Jehoiakim and some other important people are in exile in Babylon because they got kicked out of Jerusalem. Meanwhile, back in Jerusalem, Zedekiah, the new king, attempts to go behind the back of Nebuchadnezzar, that's the king of Babylon, and he sides with Egypt. His thinking is this, well, if Egypt flexes its muscles, they can come to our rescue and bring back everyone for Babylon. Enter Ezekiel, who really didn't think this was a good idea. In the 17th chapter of his book, he's going to tell a fable that illustrates all of what we've been talking about with Zedekiah, Jehoiakim, and Nebuchadnezzar. It goes like this. There's an eagle that takes a branch from a cedar tree and carries that branch to the land of Canaan. But then, near the cedar tree, this eagle also plants a native seed. This seed becomes a vine, thanks to the eagle's help. But then a second eagle appears, and the vine decides to stretch out towards this second eagle for help, and totally turns a cold shoulder to the first eagle. Clearly, all of this is meant to describe what's happening with Zedekiah in Jerusalem. Ezekiel is saying, look, Zedekiah, you're out of your mind for neglecting the first eagle, Nebuchadnezzar, in favor of the second eagle, Egypt. But after he gets done reaming out Zedekiah in chapter 17, Then Ezekiel concludes the chapter with what we have as our first reading this weekend. The Lord God, just like the eagle in the fable, is going to take from the crest of the cedar a tender shoot and plant it on a high and lofty mountain, on the mountain heights of Israel. It shall put forth branches and bear fruit and become a majestic cedar. It's all a symbol for how God is going to continue the Israelite people, not through Zedekiah, but through Jehoiakim, who at the moment is still in Babylon. Phew, okay, that was a lot about our first reading. We won't spend as much time on our other two excerpts. A portion of our second reading can be understood within the context of a popular Stoic discussion at the time of Paul about weighing the importance of different things in life. This was called an adiaphora. It's sort of like if you've ever wondered, should I exercise or eat a bowl of ice cream, and weighed the two choices. Well, that's what Paul is doing here in our excerpt, except He's weighing the difference between what he calls being at home with the Lord and being away from home, or in other words, being united with God forever in the kingdom of heaven, or remaining away from the kingdom in the present earthly life. Although he concludes that he would much rather leave the body and go home to the Lord, the most important thing for Paul is that we aspire to please God no matter where we are. And thus he concludes that pleasing God is more important of a task in the adiaphora, since we'll all have to appear before the judgment seat of Christ. Lastly, our gospel passage presents two parables, that of the sower scattering seed, 
and that of the mustard seed. Jesus asks, to what shall we compare the kingdom of God? Only to continue that it is like a mustard seed. Keep in mind, as is frequently mentioned, that the Jews were expecting a kingdom that would be mighty, triumphant, and powerful. So when Jesus says that the kingdom of God is like a little mustard seed, this is really shocking and kind of a letdown. But that's the whole point of Jesus' mission, right? It's unassuming to those who walk by sight. But for those who walk by faith, once the seed of the kingdom is sown, it springs up and becomes the largest of plants. Clearly, the mustard seed that grows into the largest of plants links back to our first reading in Ezekiel's message of the tree. So that's it. That's your Sunday setup for this 11th Sunday in Ordinary Time in Year B. May this knowledge of the story behind the scripture allow you to encounter Jesus Christ in a new way this weekend. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.